Blog Talk Radio.
In the name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord, and Amen we trust, as the Republic of Mentelect, the real 144,000 that's being gathered in this day and time, the Mentalists, the Bright Race, the Amen Race. Good evening. I'm your host, the intellectual Nibin Mentari, and this is Mentelect Radio. And tonight we're going to be discussing why does mankind, or why does mankind make up confusing technical phrases in medicine and engineering? Confusion. All about causing confusion. Before I start, I'd like to know, am I coming in clear? Am I coming in clear to everybody? Am I coming in clear? I'm trying out this new mic system and whatnot. So with this new mic system, there will be no more, um, there'll be no more, um, you know, fade outs and things like this. You'll be able to hear this. I finally broke down and got me a mic for this thing. So I'm guessing it's coming in clear. Y'all have all clear broadcast from now on. All right. The mic came the other day and, you know, he set it up. So here we go. All right. Confusion. Simply confusion. Let me explain this. What is a cerebral hemorrhage? Anybody know what a cerebral hemorrhage is? What cardiac arrest is? You might know you might be familiar with these terminologies because of medical shows, but cerebral hemorrhage just means that you have a brain um, um, brain bleed, that your brain is bleeding. Cerebral hemorrhage, cardiac arrest, meaning that your heart is um, abruptly at a loss for function. Let me read to you what they say about cardiac arrest. Sudden cardiac arrest. Sudden cardiac arrest is an abrupt loss of heart function, breathing, and consciousness. The condition usually results from a problem with your heart's electrical system. The heart's electrical system. Did I not say these humans run on an electrical system? We're going to be soon running on an electrical system. But um, that's for another discussion. That's for mental like weekend class. You see, the humans know that they run, that their hearts and their uh, vital organs and everything runs on a electrical current. You see, a water current, right? And when it's disrupted, they call it sudden cardiac arrest. That means, you know, the functions is go out. The electrical current is going out of the heart. See, it's leaving or it's malfunctioning or shutting down like a machine shuts down. So, more on the electrotic than another broadcast. But anyway, oh, mental life weekend. But anyway, this is more or less to cause confusion. That's all. Simple as that. To cause confusion, to make people put you on a pedestal, to stop people from thinking for themselves about something that you've given them, a technical phrase that you have given them that has encoded meanings to it. You know, they use terminologies like Latin. I mean, they use um, uh, language, dead language, as they call it, in these phrases that come from Latin, right? Question, why don't these people just use layman terms? Why don't they just say what they mean? Why don't they just say that it's a brain bleed, your brain is bleeding? Why don't they say that your heart is, you know, malfunctioning? Why don't they say that? They'll tell you they'll say things like this because this is medical talk. This is medical language, medical spiel, right? But if you want people to have a layman's understanding, a layman's breakdown of that, 
then wouldn't you just say it in layman's terms? Why all these terminologies, right, and languages like Latin, which you say is dead, why are you doing that? Answer to cause confusion. See, because the people who stay in power in this three-dimensional realm, they do so by causing confusion. If you if you have a academic platform, a technical platform, anything in which you are going to remain on the top of that platform, remain as an authority in that chosen case, that chosen um, course of study, career that you, you know, excelling at, you have to create confusion. You have to create some form of confusion through language, through misunderstandings, right, through a lot of long verbiage. Because, see, these people are not in the business of simplifying things. See, because to simplify things, right, to say that which, you know, is layman's term, which everybody understands, to say that would mean that a lot of people would start to apply logic and come up with the said problems of an engineering problem, a medical problem. Right, or a mechanical problem. If you said things in layman's terms, people are going to come up with ways to make it. Now, when our people were inventing things, you know, that's another reason. Well, people, you know, were inventing things, especially our people in the early um, 20th century or the late 19th century, like the 1800s and coming in, you know, after slavery, the 1800s coming into the 1900s, the 20th century. When our people were inventing things, you know, these were people who were not learned. They were not people who were well-read, well-versed, but they used logic and rational thinking to come up with inventions, ideas, technical things that ended up helping people the world over. And they didn't understand a lot of technical terms. They didn't understand a lot of encoded language. They didn't understand engineering steel or talk. They didn't get that. They used logical thinking and rational, you know, logical and rational thinking. And they were able to come up with technologies that are still being used today. Why is that? Because when you give the mind something straight, when you present something straight to the mind, the mind, if you constantly keep it in a state of logical and rational thinking, will constantly come up with a solution to whatever problem it is or will add on and extend on the knowledge that you had of said uh, uh, of said topics or whatever, said sciences, medicines, and whatnot, your mind will start to ascend beyond the current subject, and you will start to bring out next-level things on that science or that technology. You will. And I'm saying you so-called um, black people, you see. And to combat that, to combat the average Joe from coming up with uh, or uh, inventing technical things or uh, uh, medical things and things, you know, stuff like that. To stop that, they have to make up all these medical terminologies. To discourage people from going to school to study medicine, they want to make it hard for you to study medicine, to really study medicine, to really study, which is really you're supposed to be studying biology not medicine. You're supposed to be studying biology. You see, medicine is what you st- is what you study when you want to be you want to give people drugs. You see when you want to give them 
uh, medicines and things like that. That's what you're supposed to be studying. See, again, that just goes to show you they all, they say that, you know, if you're going to, going to be a so-called doctor, uh, which is really supposed to be a biologist because you're working on the body, they say you're going to study medicine, so why don't they call you a biologist instead of a doctor because you're working on the body? You see what I'm saying? Why are they calling you a doctor? Doctoring, when you hear the word doctoring, that means to tinker with and, you know, uh, 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 poke at and prod something. When they, or, you know, when they say you doctoring a report, you falsifying something. That's, is that not the word associated with doctor or doctoring something? You're falsifying something. So now why would you link that terminology doctor and medicine with someone who is supposed to be a master biologist, a master, I could get maybe physician, a physician, a bio, a biological physician. That's really what a doctor is supposed to be. You're calling this a doctor. This is supposed to be a biological physician, a physician, someone who works on the physical body, a biological physician, which we're going to make in the future, biological physicians. We will no longer, we will not use that terminology doctor going forward. You see, why would you say that they are studying biological uh, phys- physical biology, which is supposed to get them their medical degree, an ultrastanding of the workings of the physical body. Why are you saying they study in medicine? Because the medical industry wants you to give, really, a lot of these doctors, they just want you to give and prescribe people medicine. That's all they want. That's what they, they set up these medical schools for and set up the and basically make it hard for you to get through medical courses, medical training. They make it hard for you by coming up with all of this speech or this spiel of uh, medical uh, uh, medical talk or what they call it, um, medical jargon and whatnot. That's meant to confuse you and dis- and and um, dissuade you from becoming a doctor. You see, discourage you from becoming a doctor. Discourage you from, you know, being the next one, especially if you're a so-called black man or black woman, to discourage you from being the next one who comes up with a advanced technology, advanced idea, because you already looking at the fact that damn, I didn't have to learn all of these Latin, Latin, uh, this Latin technical talk. I have to learn how this goes and how they say that goes, how they, why this goes this way and why that goes that way. I have to learn these things, and I have to, in order to get my degree, I have to repeat after them, even though this don't even make sense what they're, how they're telling me this works or the terminologies they're using. So if you're using the wrong terminologies for a course of study from the foundation, then what does that say about the course of study that you're presenting to the people? Is it really for open-minded and open-ended people for them to think beyond or think outside of the circle of which you put them in? Was that really the intention? Or was the intention just really mainly to confuse people, them not to want to be engineers, get them to uh, uh, discourage them from being engineers, discourage them from being doctors, discourage them from being lawyers? What did they say? I'm going to show you, and I'm going to prove this goes even further. When the bees started allowing black people, when they started allowing our people to, you know, um, set up colleges and universities and things like that, HBCUs or, or get educated, one of the things they said, and you can look this up, they said 
black people could be educated as long as they don't have schools of medicine and law. As long as you don't have medicine, schools of medicine and law, or, you know, you can you can go and learn literature, you can go and read, you can basically go. But as soon as you start becoming technologically skilled, as soon as you start having an understanding of biological function and structure and makeup and the, how the body works and, you know, in unison, how the current that it runs off, once you start to have an understanding of that, then you're going to simplify that. Next thing you know, you're explaining it to your children. Next thing you know, you're teaching your children how it works. Next thing you know, at 14, 15, your children are doctors. Both boys and girls are are skilled enough to be uh, uh, at least general practitioners. Both the 15, 16-year-olds, they can be general practitioners. Maybe another two or three years, they can be surgeons if they got this steady hands for it. See, they don't want that. They don't want that. These people act as gatekeepers, man. People set these med- these technical uh, uh, phrases, set these schools of medicine, set these schools of law, schools of engineering, schools of dentistry, schools of anything that's dealing with technological uh, uh, um, endeavors, you know, where it takes skill to get this. These people are going to work against you. Their job is to get you to flunk out, to fail out. You know, I'm mean, how, how, again, how you prove that. You know how the police department, the um, the police department, the armed forces, right? They put you through in order for you to become, say, um, a Navy SEAL, which is a top military person, Navy SEAL or a police officer, law enforcement officer, or any of these things, don't you usually got to go through an obstacle course in order to achieve that uh, um, that um, job or to attain, obtain that job? You have to go through an obstacle course. You have to do something physical. You have to undergo some form of physical obstacle course, right? You usually have to do some running, do some you know, stuff like that, some marching, some running, some push-ups. You have to go through that. You have to take written tests, things like that, right, if you're going to accomplish that endeavor. They basically put you through a rigorous obstacle course. What are the obstacles for? The obstacles are to discourage you from becoming a police officer from becoming a soldier, from, uh, you know, well, they don't really put you through that much in the Army because they're desperate for people in the Army, so they'll take anybody. It ain't hard to get in the Army, you know what I'm saying? But when you want to start talking about Navy SEALs and, you know, and the, and the Air Force thing, like, well, you got to take tests and you got to do this, that, and third because it's considered more upper echelon, then, yeah, they're going to put you through their paces. They're going to make all kind of technical things for you, confusing things, because the goal is to break you mentally. The goal is to get you to think, you know, in alignment with them. You see, you're you're not allowed to think on your own. In other words, it's meant to be like a form of shock treatment. If they give you a test and they tell you, you know, and you studied for the test, they told you what the answer was supposed to be, and you studied for the test, and you might have gave an answer to something that seemed right to you, and you have reasoning as to why, based on, you know, anything, They'll say that's wrong, even if the thinking and the idea is right. They'll tell you it's wrong because it's not in alignment with their technical phrases or their technical ideas, which are really meant to be confusing. They're meant to discourage you because how many people would go into medicine 
how many people would be would be unafraid to go into medicine, would be intrigued to go into medicine if they can learn it hands on in a layman in a form of layman's terms. You see, if there was no technical uh, uh, difficulties, if there was no uh, technical confusion of the words and phrases and you know and and things like that, like when people say. You know, they try to explain something to you, and you, and you have these people go in English, in English. You know, what are you trying to say? Break it down because if why would you start describing? If you see these doctors, they'll start describing. See, because they're programmed and show you how simple they are. When it, when let's say you're a parent and something's going on with your child or your family member, and you say, well, what's wrong? They'll start going into describing what's wrong with your family members by medical terminologies. You see how they automatically go into describing what's wrong with your family members using medical terminologies, knowing damn well you don't know what none of that means. You ain't been to medical school or nothing like that. You might have saw a few episodes of some medical center or whatever the hell, but you don't know what that means. So why is he talking to you like that? Why can't he just say, you know, in layman's terms, what you would understand? Because they, the reason why they don't do that is because they're so brainwashed to being taught like that, they're not used to using layman's terms. And so in some t- cases, you might find that they don't even know what layman's terms are, or they don't know how to break it down to a simplistic way you can understand it. Because they've been taught to think on that level, which is really not a high level. They've been taught to think on a level of confusion. How can we confuse you? How can we? Uh, uh, dissuade you from finishing school, getting your degree, probably opening up a pro- uh, open up some form of law or medical practice somewhere, or becoming an engineer. How do we stop that? Stop y'all from coming up with logical and rational thoughts on these subjects. Oh, that's right. Let's create this. Um, let's create this um, thing. This this. Medical, technical, uh, uh, te- technological confused talk that will bug people mentally, will disturb people mentally. You see? It is meant to cause confusion in the people, and that's what it does. It is meant to bring about a mistrust from patient and physician or whatever the case may be. Because if somebody is describing something to you and you don't even know what they mean, if they start off describing something, the first thing they should be trying to do is tell you exactly what it means in layman's terms. They ain't supposed to be like, well, you have a um, sarcoma of the neurotransmissive such and such system of, you know, in the path of the canals. They don't know what you're talking about. But one of the things these people want to do, you know, the pseudo-intelligent ones always want to appear to be smart. They want to appear to be smart. They want to appear to know more than you. So how do you appear to know more? How do you appear to make yourself look intelligent? You come up with, and your colleagues come up with a certain talking point, a certain way of speech certain phrases and terminology that's over the heads of the people who are reading these books. So now 
They got to get with the program and, and learn what you're talking about. It's no longer about you catering to the reader of your books and the things you write and your dis your um how you say your um now I forget what that terminology is your dissertation that's what I'm gonna say your dissertation and papers nobody cares about that they're trying to get to the root of what you're saying so they can get a greater understanding you don't get that you don't get that I asked somebody this before. Uh, this is a person who owned a so-called quote-unquote science book, right? You might have seen this happen on Saw Negro, Negro TV where um, this guy was on me about reading books. And I, and, I, and I said, well, most of the stuff you people read in the books, you don't even understand. You just read and just to hear yourself read. And I proved it because I asked him to read something. And this guy, also the guy on the God Killer is another lame. I asked these people to read something. And they'll read some book dealing with biological structure, whatever the case may be, or, you know, genetic material. They'll read some book dealing with that. And all of these big technical phrases are thrown away, thrown around in the book. And he's reading it to me. And so I said, after all that, I said, okay, after all that, tell me what, tell me what that means. I knew what it meant, but I wanted him to tell me. Just to prove a point, I said, "Tell me what that you spent two two hundred and something dollars on this book." Because he he couldn't wait. How much money he spent on books? You spent almost two hundred dollars on this book. You got books like that. Uh, uh, with a beast charge like one hundred and fifty dollars, hundred dollars supposed to be sold. But anyway, I said, "Tell me exactly what it is you read to me." You know he couldn't do it. This guy unked the God. I remember that he could not tell me in layman's terms what he just read to me. So therefore, what's, what is the use of you reading if you don't even understand what you're reading? What is the sense in you giving me a book full of your uh, uh, coded language, full of your confusing technical coded language that you're trying to pass off to the people to tell them that they need to learn this and learn how to speak like this and, you know, whatever the case may be in order for them to get their degree. And so, the, the, of course... They end up following you, listening to you, because they want that degree. They want to be doctors, lawyers, um, geologists, scientists, in some way, shape, or form. They want to be these things. But what stands in their way is all the technical talk. It ain't even really the school part. It's all the technical talk, you see. Because as soon as you enter that stage, one of the things they want to do is confuse you. One of the things they want to do is confuse you. See, it's key to keep you confused, keep society confused, because that always lands these people on top of the totem pole. They land right on top because they they show themselves as the educators, the engineers, the uh, uh, medical people, everything. This is what they're showing themselves to be. This is what they show themselves to be. And it's not all it's meant to be. See, mankind, his goal is to mislead mankind and mislead man. You see, because you didn't hear about a lot of this thing, like especially NASA or going to the uh, Mars and the technical stuff. That You didn't hear a lot of that until you know, movies like Hidden Colors and I was bringing stuff out 
you know, to this day, these people who graduated or people who are part of that NASA thing or, you know, like the um, hidden figures and stuff like that, the people that were a part of that, like I said, the beast didn't make them learn all those technical or technological phrases when it came to doing mathematically uh, um, calculating or estimating, you know, this launch from Earth to the moon. See, they didn't ask all those questions. They just gave them something they just dealt with, you know, and that pretty much was it. You see, a lot springs forward when you understand what it is you're being told. A lot of things spring forward. Your understanding being wonderful when you know exactly what you're hearing, what you're being told. You see, those people in the past, they didn't really know what they were hearing or what they were being told. You see, there's a lot of ways to confuse people when you have these degrees, when you have these places where you go as a professor. See, you have to teach the ways of medicine, of spirituality, of all these beliefs. You have to teach that. And thus it is rented is rendered artificial once you teach that. Because these are not people of the truth. The ones who are teaching you these things, they're not people of the truth. They are liars. Or should I say they're not people of reality, excuse me. They got their truth and lie moments, but they are not people of reality. Because if you're trying to so-called teach somebody, then you make sure your language is as clear and as concise and as non-confusing as possible if you truly want them to learn. See, if you don't want them to learn, what you do is you come up with all these different technological, uh, uh, which is really technological slash psychological uh, phrases that confuse the people, that confuse the people and generate around the people you want to target around. See, that's what it's meant to do. See, confusion is one of the ways that the beast stays in power. It is one of the ways that mankind stays in power, through confusion. There's no other way. It has nothing to do with weaponry or war and everything else. He stays in power because he knows how to cause confusion. See, one who is able to catch, cause great confusion is the one in this three-dimensional realm who is raised in the image of the beast. They're raised in the image of the beast because you got a lot of these people out here who want to continue in that path of following and trying to fit your way in to a society that doesn't want you that tries everything to get rid of you because, see, you figure out things too fast. If y'all left alone, if our people are left alone with a cadaver or something like that, and we had the experiment to understand or understand how things work, it wouldn't take us that long. It wouldn't. You know, because our system, just as the biological system, even though it is degenerate, this system is just as developed, their mindset is just as developed, you see. So, therefore, you start to cut through all of these 
you cut through all these different confusing terminologies and whatnot and ask yourself, are they necessary? Are they necessary or is it that someone is trying to confuse me? They don't want a lot of doctors walking around. They don't want a lot of dentists walking around. They don't want a lot of so-called scientists, lawyers, and all that. They don't want, especially if they look like us. They don't want that. They want you incarcerated. That's what they want. They want you incarcerated. They don't want you roaming free and thinking. They don't want you thinking about reading a, a, a medical um, book and figuring out because, like I said, one of the places the so-called black man gets focused the most, unfortunately, is when he's locked up in jail. You know, that's when you want to stop the BS and he wants to try and turn his life around, putting into effect. You have to know these terminologies. You have to force these terminologies into the minds of yourselves and your children just so you can be under the control mentally of these people. You will put them constantly on a pedestal. You will believe that they belong on a pedestal. You will believe that they know more than you, and they don't. Because straight on, if they just taught Listen, if they just taught the, how, the, how the mechanics and the working of the body went, it wouldn't be – the class would be over pretty soon. So they have to – instead of having the class all – instead of having the class thinned out, and you know, and they'd rather just have a lot of people in the class and have a lot of unnecessary stuff in the book so that, like I said, you will have to – those you want to be doctors, you have to constantly come back or engineers or whatever the case may be. You have to constantly come back and learn that lingo, learn that slang, learn that uh, um, information, information that starts off first at Intel. They don't want Intel to spread. You see, they want information to spread. When they give you these confusing technical phrases, they're trying to create an educational system and they're trying to spread information. They want the, the uh, because information and education is the artificial version of intelligence. You see, they have to give you pseudo intelligence, which is really education and um, the education and the philosophy. That's your. That's what you get in place of your thought process. In other words, they are programming you to think only what they give you to think about. So if they're telling you that the biological, the body is such and such, and, and you like, mm, something more to it than that, or they ain't even looking for you to say nothing. You know, they're not looking for that. They don't think you're quote unquote smart enough. They don't think you're quote unquote. Uh, uh, mentally advanced to understand the workings of a physical body, physical brain, you know, land mass study. See, again, this is all really done to make fools out of our people, make them think on an illogical level. See, when you are cutting through the phrases, technical phrases, when you cut through all that, you'll realize just how small 
the problem is. They'll have a lot of words and a lot of descriptions for something that the, the description is just really small. Then you ask, well, what does this do? Then you start figuring out ways to fix the malfunction. See, again, that's who we are by nature when we are in our righteous state of mind. We fix chaos. We fix confusion. You see, we rotate that out of the system and thus raise ourselves to the highest state. Keep that in mind. We are not um, we are not people who are accustomed on a level, on a low level, on a regular, moderate, mediocre level, like the education that they give you here in the society. Again, the education, most of what they give you here is, you know, confusing technical phrases that they jam into schoolwork and everything that you have to go through as you are going through the educational system of the beast. You have to go and you have to get trained, broken in. You have to be trained and broken in to accept these phrases, these technical phrases, accept things that you don't understand. Because a lot of you people sitting in and the so-called and the doctors will be talking to you and they're using these terminologies you don't understand. Nothing they're saying. You just say, yeah, I understand. I understand. You know what I'm saying? Black women do that, so-called black women. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, I understand. And they crying and whatnot, and they really don't understand. Right? Because that's all about, you know, no longer confusing technical things. We need to be as short and to the point in what we do after the fall of this of these technical phrases and you know confusion and things that they spread within this three dimensional realm because this is not going to go on lo- much longer this is not going to go on much longer yeah, you see we're coming to the end and the next beginning where a next layer of the blueprint is about to be laid down a next level of blueprint is about to be laid down and some will come again with the blueprint. Some will not. Some will raise on a higher level. Others may not. But always keep in mind that it is meant for you not to. This is why they come up because they sit around and they come up with all kinds of coded language. Y'all do that yourselves when you want to talk about somebody or talk on something. Y'all come up with all kinds of coded languages. You see? That's what you come forward with. You have to look beyond. And like I said, you know, if there's nothing out, a layman's term on these technical phrases should be put out. When they're describing, like I said, cardiac arrest or uh, 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 kidney failure or whatever, someone should be there to examine and write down and, you know, um, be able to, have it all laid out for you to see and understand here. That's what that's meant to be. So keep that in mind. Mankind piles on all kinds of confusing technical phrases because clarity, when you understand something, when your mind gets to 
the gist of what the problem is, you're going to start to fix it. And I told you, in a three-dimensional realm, the powers that be do not want problems fixed unless they're fixing them. They don't want no outside source, and we are considered in this society an outside source. They don't like when we come up with medical uh, technologies. They don't like when we come up with Internet technology. They don't like that. You know, the so-called Internet was created by the by so-called black man, bronze man, the uh, uh, cell phone by so-called black man, and that could go on. They don't want to hear you making anything. They don't want to hear that. They already got their mind made up on who you are as black people. You're too simple-minded. You're stupid. They do that on purpose. They do that on purpose because, like I said, if you were left alone, if you were left alone to understand things in layman's terms like that, medicine, engineering, things like that, then how far along would you be? Because then logical and rational thinking on what these things are will kick in naturally, and you will start to ascend in these things, in these fields that were chosen for you. You will start to ascend. You're not ascending now because you are in a state of revolution, in a state of revolving. You're still revolving back and forth, around and around, I should say, revolving. So in the time that we spend sitting in classes, sitting in schools and whatnot, and you're spending $100,000, $150,000, and you're trying to make sure you keep your grades up and you're trying to make sure you don't flunk out and you stand up at night studying and, you know, your brain is trying to process these technical phrases and these ideologies. See, it's not the actual mechanics that you don't understand or that you can't understand. It's not the mechanics of how the physical body works. It's not about the uh, um, about the mechanics of how an en- how uh, uh, huge engineering uh, machines work, and you know, um, or huge uh, engines work, or you know, just anything doing technical thing. It's not about how it works. You see, you can understand something. It's about you ultra-standing that there is a process that comes along with how it works, and the process is usually a lie. The actual working of it is decided by you, mother and father, decided by you. You and what you ultra-stand is the link to what you and what your, what your children will ultra-stand. What you ultra-stand today, they will ultra-stand tomorrow because you will teach them logically and rationally, something that they don't get in school because as soon as they go to school, all ultra-standing of logical and, and technical thinking and, and rational thinking goes out the window, and they're going to start with the confusion, the lies, like what they're doing right now. This stuff is being done. This is why they can teach your children about these sexual preferences, LGBTQ, and telling you this is nothing wrong with this, this is regular, this, that, and the third. They're already showing you that they will slant and curve logical and rational thinking, real thinking, in order to initiate a certain level of degeneracy, a certain level of a certain level of controlled thinking. This is how controlled thinking goes out. This is how controlled thinking goes out. Because can nobody tell me that they are not mesmerized by the Caucasian who 
know who dresses nice and knows how to use big words. Everybody is enamored. I don't care what race you are because you've been taught to be enamored by the Caucasian who wears nice clothes and speaks of what you're calling well because he knows how to say words and pronounce words and he has a a comprehension of words that are over your head, especially if they got a DR in front of their name and a PhD in back. You see, that's meant for you to, you know, give them some sort of props. That's meant for you to give them some sort of credit for mastering not the mechanics, but mastering the technical talk. That's the hardest thing to master, the technical talk, not the actual mechanics of something, you see, biologically, not the actual technical part of it. That's not it. Because anything is only going to work but a, a certain way. Whatever, you know, how the body works, how a structure or whatever works, it's only going to work one set way in order for it to work more effectively. So you can understand how the heart pumps off the blood and th- all the stuff that happens and why it's like a machine that's, you know, you understand, okay, well, this body's a machine. It's literally a physical machine, and it has to be serviced. You see, when you start talking like that, you start to cut into other things, which we'll talk about when we come back. You know, we're dealing with... A very critical and crucial time. Most crucial and critical times that I've ever witnessed. Being as young as I am, you know. We all don't want to say nothing else, so we say as young as we are. Now I want to talk about uh, the pronunciation and the realization. Now the educators, they call it ESP, positive banking, right? Some of the people on the on the cross of the side of the pond call it vibe, vibration, astrology, and all those different things. You understand? But I call what it is and what it is. What it is and what it is. Look at him. Now you see a brother. You take in the ghetto, you find a whole lot of crime. I can understand, hey, I know what it means. Being nine years old before I got my first day on the way out of a stove. You know, putting on a half, a half press suit from the pawn shop with tennis shoes. Trying to be hip, so I know where it's coming from. Like the fella say, having catfish head stew. And then like the catfish went in there with his head and come out very quick and didn't leave nothing else. That's one thing the educators and the politicians and the establishment got to remember. Now, brothers, these jobs. You don't wait. You can't eat dust. You don't wait dust. 
you can't eat. Get him to yourself, good start, my brother. Get it from the street. You don't work. You can't eat. This, you don't work, Lord. You can't eat. So you got to have mind power to deal with salvation. And that's what we're dealing with. You see, we can't go back to the biblical stories. Two loaves of bread. Or two little fishes, five loaves of bread. Two little fishes, yeah. Five loaves of bread. Now look here, too many brothers to go by that. Now I want the brothers to dig where we're coming from. Set your mind right here. Dig the JBE experience. I dug this from a young man out of New York. He said the GBE. The GBE. Now we want to take it to the JBE. The JBE experience. And Fred, brother, brother, lay it on me, lay it Me. 
You know, another reason why they come up with these technical phrases, especially in medicine, a lot of these technical phrases, because that's the way of hiding what they actually do to you. You see, like they'll say uh, uh, chemo, you know, chemotherapy, right? And when they're doing, you know, when, you know, when they're doing what they're doing with you for cancer and they're putting you through chemotherapy, you know, but what they're doing is burning you. They're cooking you. They're cooking your cells. They're really cooking your blood. Chemo is another way of saying blood. They're doing something to your blood to offset what they say the white blood cells is. So they're really heating your blood. They're burning your blood when they're doing chemotherapy. They're radiating your blood to try and kill the uh, offset of how they say white blood cells, you know, um, the um, you know, buildup of white blood cells, they say, is when you got cancers, you got too many white blood cells according to what they say, right? But they don't give you a logical and rational and hands-on layman's breakdown of that. Again, why is that? Because they know once you figure things out, you start to say to yourself, you're going to try and figure out or fix a problem. I'm going to give you another proof of this. You know how if you look at back if you look back at medicine, look back at medicine in, in the eighteen hundreds, in the early nineteen hundreds and the eighteen hundreds, which is fairly not too long ago, a couple hundred years ago. You had so called white men who called themselves doctors, medical doctors, they would say stupid stuff like go back and look at them slave movies about about uh, if you got rheumatism, you know, if a person got rheumatism, which is a form of leprosy, if a person got rheumatism then you should put your feet on top of a, somebody's uh, uh, body or boy's body to get the rheumatism. They say all kind of weird, you know, pedophile-type stuff to do with people and whatnot. You know, just like when they when the guy who came up with, um, when they give this guy who they give credit for um, coming up with things for, um, you know, women, uh, gynecology, this guy, Dr. Marion, what his name is, and how he, what he would do, him and his colleagues would do is, they would get black women, so-called black women from the plantations, and they would just be putting their hands inside the black women's vaginas and stuff like that and, you know, cutting their bodies open, looking in the inside, stuff like that. And, you know, they do all that kind of brutality because they're trying to get a working understanding of how the body works. So they cut open cadavers, they cut open bodies. Okay, so if you do all that and you get a working understanding of it, then why do you, after you get this working understanding, which you yourself knows what it means, why do you then attach confusing technical phrases to it? Why? Because you want to put it in a book. And you do not want to publish a book that people understand. You don't want to publish books that people understand because, see, at one point, things like uh, uh, college and university, that was supposed to be for people with money. That wasn't supposed to be for people without money. So, of course, you're not going to make a medical book where people without money can understand technical phrases or uh, agricultural phrase or engineering or these things. You're not going to make something where the common person can understand it because it was a point in time, like I said, you had to be considered – you had to have money. Your people had – you had to come from money if you was going to get educated. Everybody wasn't you know, getting educated. Education wasn't free, as they say, or public like it is now. You had to come from something. So, of course, or if you could, if you wanted to buy a book or read a book, you again, you had to spend money. And so they're not going to make the book 
um, accessible to people who they consider to be illiterate or simple-minded. So, of course, they're not going to give you layman's terms. That's another way of putting it out of the reach of what they consider to be common people, you know, putting the knowledge out of reach of the people. Because pretty much anything that is presented to us that's considered to be technical, what they call technical, is really quite simple. It's really quite simple. It's technical to them, meaning that they don't understand logical and rational thinking. The human brain does not understand logical and rational thinking. It doesn't. I said, notice, I said the human brain does not understand logical and rational thinking. That's why when you ask them things that require thinking or thought process, they can't really do it. So why would you produce a book for those kind of people? No, what you do is... You put out a book and you put the language in it that you want your people, a certain type of people who are reading the book, you want them to understand it. You'll put terminologies in it for doctors because most of these books that they write, they really write them for other doctors to read. Now, if you want to buy it because you are the public, that's fine, but they really put putting these books out just so that they can add to their resume a lot of these doctors who write these books or do these biological books or whatever the case may be to add to their resume, but it's really for other doctors to read, and it's for bragging rights. It's not for you because if it was for the public, they would give you layman's terms. They would give you things that you could understand. You're not supposed to be able to walk away from a book not understanding exactly what it is saying. I don't care. You, I don't care how technical, how more, how complicated you think it is. What is the point of writing a book if you write a book that people can't understand? What's the point of you writing a book that people cannot understand? I don't care what it's about. I don't care if it's about quantum physics, uh, uh, all kinds of different math. I don't care what it's about. What is the point of you writing a book? The point of you writing a book is so that people understand. They have an understanding of what you're trying to convey. When you open your mouth, the whole point is to give people something to understand, give people something, you know, that they can get from you that you're conveying to them that they can, you know, process, that they can process. They don't want you to process anything because once you start processing things, once you start having a working order of logical and rational train of thought, once you start building that logical, see, because when you start to comprehend something, you start to build up a logical train of thought, meaning you're going to start to apply logic and rationale to every step you take when you're trying to comprehend something. So that starts a train of thought. Now you're applying logic and rational thinking to everything in your life. What happens when you are applying logical and rational thinking to everything that you come across in life, everything that you read, everything that you hear? You start to comprehend these things, you see. And then you no longer believe in things anymore because, see, you know what that's about. You don't believe in anything anymore. Once you start that chain of comprehension based in logical and rational thinking, that creates a synergy of power. Your mind starts to work in a systematic uh, a chain of thought so that anything that comes at you, you're already starting to knock it out. You got it, you got it, you got it, you got it, you got it. You just keep going. You don't stop. So, I, again, I say you put these children, you explain, the, uh, 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 give them the general working order of the biological structure, 
I guarantee you it will spark something else in them. Give children a general working, you know, logical working order. Explain to them, you know, in layman's terms, because, you know, you got certain people who are not smart enough to explain things with people that understand it. Because the most intelligent person, I'm going to say this again, the most intelligent person is the person who makes others comprehend what they are saying. You follow what I'm saying? The most intelligent person is the one who can break down what they're saying, what they're conveying, and get others to comprehend on a regular level, just on a, you know, you know, regular level, just regular. Nothing complicated because that's the whole point of you teaching. You're not supposed to, you know, unless you, after you finish teaching something, everybody's supposed to walk away with a greater level of comprehension for what you said. It was supposed to register with them because if not, what was the sense of you teaching? Nobody should have walked out of your class not knowing what the hell you're talking about or is confused. Nobody should be confused by what you're teaching unless they really are dumb. And if that's the case, if they really are slow, they don't belong in your class in the first place. But no one should be able to – that's the mark of a great teacher, someone who can convey these things in layman's terms so that everybody can understand, so everybody can comprehend and move forward. They will never do this because the mindset is to keep certain people out of these sciences, certain people in particular, so-called black race. Because you know how you know this? Go back to the 1800s or 1700s when, again, we're dealing with things like medicine, dealing with things like science and whatnot. They was not really on that technical talk back then because they didn't need they were trying to be as simple they were trying to be as simple as possible with a lot of this stuff because a lot of them wasn't taken from the Latin language just yet. They were taking bits and pieces. But as they started seeing our people and I say our I could stand to say our people, when they start seeing our people coming up with things, having an understanding of certain things, a working order of things, when they see the level of intelligence of our people, then that means once they started to study something, once they started to master it they started to do what? Conceal it, like how your secret societies do. When they have a greater understanding of something, they don't want anyone else having that understanding. So what do they do? They conceal that knowledge because in their mind, and pretty much reality, but in their mind, if you have a high understanding of something that others don't, that does create a power or synergy in you. So that's, that's about right. I get why they do it, but this is why they really do it, because they want to be in the know. They want to be the only ones that really know, that really understand, that really comprehend what they are, what's being said. They don't want you doing it. There's, there's no fun for these people. It's not exciting for these people if they can't stand on a pedestal over you. They have to stand on an academic pedestal over you so that they look as though they know more than you. They comprehend more than you. They're they're smarter than you. That's what this is all driven by, ego. That's what this is driven by. You know, they want you to get in their lane and figure out how it is, you know, how this works and how that works. They want you to get on that level. They want you to twist your mind up so that you understand their their encryptions and their code words and, you know, their Latin phrases and things like that when you just want to get a working order of how it goes. So once you get a working order, a lot of things start to come to you. I told you a strong chain of thought comes when logical and rational 
thinking is applied when there is layman terms, when they, you have a general comprehend, comprehension of something, there's a chain of thought that develops. Next thing you know, you start comprehending anything that's thrown at you because your brain and the processing of thought has now become quicker because you've locked into that chain of thought, which is based on logic and rational thinking. When I notice this, when I start talking about using logical and rational thinking to um, to um, comprehend things, to judge things as real or not, has not our, has not our thinking sped up since we've been doing that? Tell me I'm wrong. Has our, has not our thinking sped up since we've been using logical and rational thinking? It should have. Let me take a call. Three four seven, you're on the air. Hey, how you doing, Lubin? Um, just to doing? prove that even further. Um, just to prove that even further. I had a conversation with my dad the other day about <clears throat> he was going into work for some overtime. Like his his regular pay would just be overtime money. And he asked me if I would give it up. And I said, It's always optional. Because even even if I don't give it up or I do give it up, I'm gonna get money anyway. And then he, he like got mad. He got mad at that. But even if I don't give it up or if I take it, it's it's still optional. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, that's all I want to say. Uh, you keep all right. We should um, always make sure that, you know, we try to get behind, or shut notes, I don't want to say get behind, get ahead of that which is being said to us, mentally get ahead of that which is being said to us and why it's being said to us. You know, we got to allow ourselves to think in avenues and areas where we don't want to think in order to understand how people around us think and why they tell us the things they tell us. You see, that's the good thing about being a mentalist because we comprehend the thought process and even the limited thought process of those around us and why they want to limit our thought process. People who, you know, just the just the most, I want to say just the most, um, Simple things can be complicated for so many people. Simple things can be complicated. You you know, just, just, you know, the mechanics of it, it could be complicated. Saying things, like you got, for example, you got people who will say a lot, but really they're saying less. But when you say less, you say a lot. In other words, the the, the simplest way for me to explain something to you is the most powerful way for me to explain it to you. They think that it's power in confusing and complicating things. No, that takes away from the strength of your word and the strength of the thoughts you're trying to convey. So your thoughts should be as straight to the point, logical and based in logic and rational thinking. That's the power of your thought. That's the power of intellect. Kalaman for given this the ability to use logic and rationale as the foundation of this great transmission because if not, we would have to go off of 
belief. We would have to go off of all kinds of fake pseudo-technical terminologies and whatnot, which we don't have to do because I don't want to do that. I don't want to do I want to make it very simple and very plain. That is the mark of a great teacher. That is the mark of someone who truly wants to bring up those who are in alignment with logical and rational thinking, those who truly can root out the real meaning of these things that we're being taught, while we're being given technical phrases that confuse us, while we're being told that we have to study these things in order to gain a greater understanding of these things when they're not giving us a greater understanding because we're not producing extraordinary people from this. We're not. We're producing mediocre people. You know, the biggest money for this educational system was put up by your billionaires and and your titans of industry. Look who built all the colleges and whatnot, put the money into this uh, uh, place, so-called places of higher learning, the institutions of higher learning. Look who put the money in. You know who put the money in? People who had no education at all. People who had no education at all. Now ask yourself a question. How is it that people who have no education at all yet made all this money then build buildings for people who are supposed to be so intelligent and know all this technical talk? How? 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 Why do these technical geniuses who know all this technical talk and phrases and whatnot, how is it that they can't finance their own buildings or finance their own, you know, spaces? How is it that they need philanthropists and people with a lot of money who didn't even go to these schools? What does that tell you? What does that tell you? Hmm. So much, all the technical talk. It's all meant to do something, all meant to cause an effect. All right? Another break. We'll be right back.
These talks and these words and this language I told you are just for these people. It's for them to understand. It is for these people who are colleagues to understand. It is not the public to understand. They came up with their own code words. They came up with their own phrases. They came up with their own codes and language, just like anybody could do if you were part of a secret order, because that's what the Masons do. And again, this proves that a lot of the, again, a lot of these uh, uh, professions like engineering and medicine and things of that nature, a lot of these things you have to, this is, these things are like fraternal orders. When you become part of things, it's like a fraternal order. When you get your medical degree and medical license and you're learning these phrases, these, these, te- these so-called medical technical phrases and things like that, you are becoming part of an order. You are becoming part of a fraternity, you know, slash sorority, whatever, but more of a fraternity where these people are just coming with their own words with their own spiel so that they can understand that, so that they can comprehend that. That's all that's about. It's not about anything else. It's all about them. And they'll sit up here and sell books to you and watch you buy these books and watch you make a fool out of yourself trying to understand what these people are trying to convey to you. And they know damn well that, you know, they, they'll want you to buy the books because a lot of you will buy them trying to look as though you're smart, trying to look as though I know what they mean, I comprehend that. You know, to be able to or not be able to comprehend certain language does not mean that you are any less intelligent. You see, because anybody can make up a language and keep the mass majority of people out of that language, but only a chosen few can use a language that is popular the world over like English to convey a next level message to the people where they can access it logically. They can think on the words and whatnot, and it makes an impression with them. That takes a real intelligent person to do. You reach many by what you say. You reach many by what you say. You don't, the people that want to throw you off and confuse you, usually it's because these people are trying to hide the fact that they're really not that bright at all. They're really not that bright, so they have to hide behind big words. They have to hide behind big words, big phrases, so-called. I'm not even going to call these big words. You see, they hide behind these confusing phrases, it, 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 whether it's it, and going even further into the psychological or the psych, uh, psychiatric um, field. They come up with all these big words, or I, excuse me, these confusing technical phrases. I don't want to say big words. See, we got to even stop referring to this big word because one word is no bigger than another word. So what do we come up with this terminology of big words? You see, these are confusing technical phrases that are camp- that are thought up just so you don't venture down that path mentally so that you can keep these people on the pedestal so that these people can feel special. They can feel special. They can feel good about themselves, that they know more than the average person. That's really what they're after. So they will sit up here and create their own languages. They will sit up here and act as though they know more than what you do and whatnot. When you, nine times out of ten, if you, if you tell them what it is that you are supposed to be proficient in, nine times out of ten, you'll be like, oh, you just do that? Y'all do that? 
you can if you find a way to simplify what they do, you see, which they don't never want you to, then you comprehend what they do, and then you start to think beyond or may think better than what they do. You might come up with a better comprehension, a better ultrastanding, a better way of doing things once you understand it, once you understand how things run, you see. Once you understand or comprehend, shall I say, how things are supposed to move in alignment. See, because we are the people who get alignment thinking down. We are aligned thinkers. When I say we are aligned thinkers, I mean those of us who are almond. We are systematic thinkers once our minds link into a certain system. We are aligned and systematic thinkers when we allow our minds to link into a certain level of thinking, a systematic way of thinking. And that systematic way of thinking is supposed to be driven by logical and rational thinking. And by logical and rational, that which makes sense, that which triggers the sensory or the senses, puts us in alignment to those higher states of being, puts us in alignment to that higher comprehension of reality, puts us in alignment with that higher state of those upper dimensions because the upper dimensions are really nothing but is really nothing but extended reality and extended extended reality and extended logical thinking extended situations of logic and rational uh, um, uh, um, images and phrases and settings because as I said before once you get past the third dimension and everything in the fourth dimension becomes more and more clearer and more and more based in logic, things start to make more sense. Like when you hear this, mental act, you say, oh, that makes sense. You go automatically, that makes sense. Everything is supposed to make sense. Nobody's supposed to teach you, and they're supposed to be a teacher, and they are confusing you. They are doing what's called confounding you. You ever hear the Israelites, they love to say that, oh, you got confounded by somebody. Well, that's another way of saying you got confused by somebody. Confounded means confused by somebody. You see, make you put you at a loss for words because you don't comprehend what's being said. See, again, a good teacher does not confound or confuse the student. A good teacher gives them a real foundational, logical, and rational understanding of what's being said. What's the sense in buying a book or listening to a teacher if you come, if you buy that book and read it and you don't understand it, or you listen to that teacher and by the time you get out of their class, you don't know nothing what they nothing he talked about or she talked about. You know nothing about that. You just went and got through it. You're not going to ever access that knowledge again in life. You see, the things they teach you, you'll never access again one day in your life after you get past that course. So what was the point of teaching you that? Is the point of teaching you something, is the point to give you knowledge that you will access later on in life? You know, everything that you're supposed to be taught is supposed to be utilized in your everyday life. When the hell are you going to be able to teach, um, um, utilize anything you learned in high school? When are you going to be able to utilize any of that math, that calculus, that pre-calculus, that trig, and whatever the hell else they taught you, or that fake biology or science, science? When are you going to be able to access any of that? Let me take a call. 213, you're on the air. Uh, evening, Mentor. It's Andrew Lenar. Menzak. 
Yeah, yeah uh, first, congratulations on the newborn, brother. Thank you. Very Thank proud. you. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yeah, I wanted Thank to just to bring up uh, on the topic here, uh, the, on the confusion, you know, in these societies uh, from the title days uh, and super confused. And it seems like, you know, it goes back when you talk about mind over matter. And that, of course, it, you know, it's mind is minus on top and matter is on the bottom. Okay, so in other words, yeah. mind, mind first, matter, matter is second. Okay. Well, no, so this society. Realm, in the three dimensional realm, matter is now over mind. That's, that's it, just it, what I'm getting it's, to. It's, that's, that's, yeah. That's just what I'm getting to. Okay, because, yeah, it's matter over mind. And I'll, let me let me explain um, that okay like okay a fraction for example a math term a fraction one over two is a proper fraction but three over two is an improper fraction so they admit there that they again it's it's uh, concocted because for that simple reason uh, that they know already so yeah so so matter so in other words they have to obey matter in all their observations and all of their uh, scholarship I don't care if it's a telescope to see nubulas you know, or galactic clusters, they have to obey, you know, the postcard. Okay, I don't care if it's a microscope looking at atoms moving around. They have to obey. They have to observe and obey what, you know, what, excuse me, what the material is doing, what the, what the properties are doing. So, therefore, they're, they're, they're limited in really knowing, you know, or having knowledge of what is first. It is the mind that can control matter are the, are the true uh, ones of wisdom or, or, or the true knowledge. Or, or advanced knowledge anyway. And so that's what, again, what we stand for as mentalians is achieving mind over mind. Because, again, matter doesn't, it, it wouldn't matter because, again, we have, we have full control over it. When we when has a unit in unity, we can control anything. And so, again, well, just going back to the title, they're stuck. That's, again, and they're only going deeper and deeper because machines, and all these gadgets, it's overtaking them already. Like you said, they hit, they hit the wall because if this COVID thing wasn't just to get people out of work to, you know, place some, place the robots, you know, again, it's got to be one of the reasons, one of the reasons. But I just wanted to add that, brother. Um, you know, just looking at a computer, it's just made of zero and ones. You know, the heart of the machine itself, their most powerful machine, the computer, is only made of zero and ones. It's just a language that keeps them together. Mm-hmm. But the, it's simple keep it simple, you know, and therefore, you know, things work. So again, you know, I commend you on the, uh, on the presentation tonight. Suzette King, thank you. All right. So absolutely right. Like I said, the foundation of anything that you convey to the people should always be based in logical and rational thinking, and words should not matter. Words should not matter. You know, wordplay and, you know, uh, uh, phrases, technical phrases, those should be brought down to a certain uh, uh, um, necessary level of use because, again, we're unnecessarily using words and phrases that take us too much time to try and process when the mental processing should be on the actual um, workings of that, of the, of the uh, science or, you know, whatever 
or the uh, uh, engineering or that which you take in part in. It should be on the focus set, not on trying to figure out what these words mean because you don't need to put any ex- excess focus on things that are not part of the mechanics of working of what it is you're trying to master. That's it. So let me go ahead and read these questions before we got here. Why does mankind make confusing and technical phrases in medicine and engineering? And among other things, psychology, we can keep going, psychiatry, all of that, because the whole thing is to confuse people. It's to confuse people and also to uh, uh, signal to their uh, um, to their contemporaries, to their colleagues, because, again, these, this is really language for their, them and their colleagues. It's really not language for you people who are laymen, who are laymen. It's not. It's really not for you. It's for them to talk back and forth amongst each other and sell books and create, you know, uh, uh, papers and things like that to make themselves look smarter than what they are. That's all. All right. Do they do it to confuse students? Yeah, they do it to confuse students and to place themselves on a academic pedestal. That's why they do it. People from learning. Yeah, it is. I told you school was originally for people of means, people who had money. So they, they felt like if you wasn't on a certain level mentally, then you shouldn't be able to attend school. So they tried to raise the bar in, you know, how they educated people. And in doing that, they made language that was difficult for a lot of people to comprehend. Is it done to place themselves on a higher academic platform? Yes, that's as I said. It's all meant to place them on a higher academic platform, among other things, and to trade information, theories with their contemporaries, with their colleagues. What does this mean in the future, students uh, of these technological fields? What does this mean to future students of these technological fields? It means that y'all better get out and start learning this stuff on your own and stop looking to these people to teach you anything because they're not here to teach you. They're here to confuse you, and they're here to make money, and they're here to carry, have positions of tenure at universities and colleges and whatnot where they sit up as professors to you, and they're not teaching you a damn thing. And like I said, man, go on your own, do your own work, and that's it. We're going to close out in the name of Amen by the power of Amen, and Amen we trust, and Amen we thank, and Amen we continue forward forever. I am the intellectual Nibin Mankares. This has been Mental Life Radio. I'll see you guys back here tomorrow night at 10. Good night.
Don't need the way it used to be. 